guess we can't hate on the Browns this, the Browns this week. No, not this week. I'm going to have but to. We Is it true that if the playoffs were to start today, the Steelers would be in a wild card spot? Yep, they're in the last wild card spot. Oh, man. At the current moment. Look how things can just change for you guys. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing, and I just think it. Uh, I think it speaks to Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I think Mike Tomlin is I think, working with what he has, and that defense is really fun to watch. Yeah, the defense, right? We can talk about Minka later and stuff, and just how much of a difference he's made. And um, but anyway, yeah, we, we, I guess we should dive right into this for for making time i guess first yeah let's just go go follow us on twitter all right at at trips right pod at trips right pod um no yeah it was a really good week yeah wasn't it like called it by they would call it by mageddon just because there's a bunch of teams on by but still got some really games this week every game was one score except for falcons and saints So, yeah, let's just jump right into it. Thursday night game, Raiders over the Chargers. Uh, This game was really frustrating because we had picked opposites on this game. Right. And I just felt like the Chargers were going to win. I thought, like, the Chargers were going to have this turnaround and get their season on track and go for push to the playoffs. And Phillip Rivers had other plans because he looked awful. Yeah, it was rough. He... But give credit where credit's due. I think the Raiders' defense really showed up in this game. I thought they played really well. So You know, yeah, it's just interesting. We like to make fun of John Gruden just for how, like, whimsical he is. And, you know, many people were kind of like, he's kind of an outdated coach. And, you know, but, I mean, he has this team. Are they 5-4? and four? They are. They are. Yeah, so like they're, I mean, they're right on the brink of a playoff spot as well, and that division, like, because Kansas City lost, which we'll talk about. But yeah, um, Raiders are surprising me every week, it seems. And they're just, it's really whoever they have on offense, they're making it work. So I know Darren Waller, the tight end, has really stepped up. Like Tyrell Williams, who actually used to play for the Chargers, is being a solid contributor on offense. Yeah. Josh Jacobs has had back-to-back weeks, maybe not even back-to-back, maybe more, of just solid production. And I don't think we're seeing that Derek Carr that we saw a few years ago where he was pushing that team towards the playoffs. Right. Uh, He had a really good year there. But I'm seeing – I think in that game we saw glimpses of what he was because I know he hasn't really been that ever since. So, I don't know, this team's really stringing together some wins here. So, yeah, they are – one game back for the division. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And the Chargers seem to be going in the opposite direction. But Melvin Gordon is uh, getting back to his old self. So, I like that. Yeah, I think I think the holdout really messed things up for the Chargers. I think I think Melvin Gordon's just a little bit behind, and I think he's going to have some bigger games coming up. But they, if they got to win, if they're going to win, they got to start winning now, right? They're the Raiders are winning, and the Kansas City Chiefs are one of the best teams in the conference, we think. Yeah, I mean, we only got six more games this season. Yeah, so but right? good, on, yeah. good on Gruden for taking this Raiders team and 
I know we've talked about it before, just the way that the off season and the season began for them, just mm-hmm. kind of kind of a mess, and it's actually worked out very nicely for them, all things considered. So yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, yeah, let's move along. The Giants and Jets. Another toilet bowl. There's another toilet bowl. I was pleasantly surprised because I started Jameson Crowder on my fantasy team and he had a pretty decent game. He did. Uh, yeah, it was two bad teams. Jamal Adams just stole the ball from Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. I guess some recent news that came out is that the Jets aren't going to move on from Gates. Like there's no – I don't yeah. even know if it's really a concern for that. I wasn't really worried about that because I figured – this is the first year there. They're probably going to give him at least another go. But I recently saw on Twitter, I think it was tonight, that confirmed that he's still going to be their coach moving forward, at least for next year too. So, um, Yeah, you're right. Um, I was just going to say, like, as bad as the Jets have been, and I don't, I don't think that – I think Gase is part of the problem. I do. But, I mean, mm-hmm. think about how they started the season. Like they were up 16-0 on the Bills or whatever week one, and then – Darnold gets mono, right? It just seemed there was just a huge disruption in their season. Yeah. So, you know, as bad as it's been for them, I think, I think they probably deserve to give him, you know, another full year maybe to see. Yeah, for sure. What he's got. So anyway, but the Giants take a loss. I'm good with that. Saquon yeah. didn't do much in this game, did he? Uh, I don't think he did. I don't know if this was wasn't it like last week? It was like one of his lowest. Production weeks for. Wait, is this right? Saquon, thirteen carries for one yard. I'm gonna check. Guys, how does that happen to Barkley? Uh, did he go down in this game? You know what? I think he. I think he got hurt towards the end, or he had some injury. Because I've been hearing something about. Yeah. Anyway, I just knew he didn't really have a great game. I'm just checking it here. Would you say he had one yard? Yeah, that's what my box score said. Oh, yeah. One. He had 30 receiving yards. Okay. Yikes. So. Yikes. He is listed in. He's listed as questionable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Yeah. And really, what is that team? That team is Saquon. Evan Ingram was out. Shepard's not playing, so it's Golden Tate and it's Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. and Daniel Jones. Anyway, yeah, we can. Don't look great. Kind of a toilet bowl. Yeah, we can move along here. There's not much to talk about for those two teams. Let's go to. Man, the Falcons showed up. Falcons. The shocker of the week of the season. Absolutely. Our lock that we picked, and we were wrong for the first time on one of our locks. Yeah. Yeah, we're wrong. Sheesh. Hey, we went. Oh man, I'm out on the pick'em too. I got out on that. Oh boy. I picked the Colts to beat the Dolphins, but actually, I think it was Lauren and myself were still in there, and we both picked the Colts. So I guess we both won that thing. Either way, um, getting to this game, one of the things that I just because I was obviously on the Falcons bandwagon at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. What I noticed in this game was just, well, Lattimore goes out in the first half. So when you're, that's your best corner. So that's not going to help you on defense. 
Atlanta finally showed some presence of a pass rush in this game, and they were just getting pressure all over the place, which is great because it led to the Saints really having a poor showing on third down specifically. They weren't able to convert. So Saints don't have Lattimore, one of their best defenders, one of their best defensive backs. Pass rush is good for Atlanta. Saints can't convert a third down. I think it was just a really good, not perfect storm, but they were able to do everything right, and so they made it easier on Matt Ryan who I thought actually looked good in the pocket. And they, yeah, huge upset, like you said. Yeah, I didn't really get to see any of this game, so. That's kind of what I took from the game, that there was a really good pass rush and that the Saints just really looked bad on third down. So that mm. all together. Julio had a really nice, like, 54-yard. Man, that guy's fast, too. Like, he caught it, was cutting across the field, like on a slant route, got onto the side. Defender missed, and then he just like bolts up the sideline, and then someone pushed him out. But man, that guy's got that track speed. He's mm-hmm. fast. But all in all, we still think New Orleans is yeah a better mm-hmm. team. They're going to win that division. Just the odd stinker game they put up, which happens. Yeah. Which might end up being good for them, kind of like what we mentioned about the Patriots losing to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Maybe they needed a game where they kind of get everything back in place and reassess what they need to do and right. take some health through a pass in this game though. Oh yeah. I actually saw that. So there's your boy. There's your BYU boy. <laughs> that was funny. So um, yeah, Atlanta okay. looks good in this game, but probably, I don't know. I guess we'll see what the rest of the year brings. Moving forward. The chiefs Titans game. This was a really good game. What a, yeah. Tannehill. Yeah, man, that guy is better than Mariota for sure. Keeping them, yeah, like he's he's making this offense score. At least he did in this game. And this team was really a quarterback away from being good. Yeah. That's fair to say. But you know how we've always talked about throughout the podcast about like like the Texans? They'll show up for one game and then the next week they'll be weird and like lose a bad game. And how we kind of see the Titans – as a similar like team. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if this is going to be that game where they're just kind of playing. What, is that? what am I trying to say? Like they're playing above their talent, if that makes sense. Like if they're playing. Right. Because Kansas City still made really good plays in this game. Like Tyreek Hill turns. That guy, he gets any space and he's going to turn the 20 yard catch he gets into like a. 30, 35 yard play. But man, Tannehill is really making the right throws. He can make the big throws, it seems like. Henry's a beast in the backfield. The defense had takeaways. And then ultimately, it comes down to their special teams blocking a kick. And it just seemed like on all three phases of the football game, they they showed up. Yeah. And I know this was Mahomes' first game back from his injury, but. He didn't seem to be terribly limited, did he? No. Brought out the jump pass a couple times, I think. 446 passing yards, three touchdowns, 36 of 50. Yeah, he definitely didn't. Yeah, he's back. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Titans are just – they just keep – like I said, they're that team that just – they beat teams that you think they shouldn't and they lose the teams that you think <laughs> they shouldn't. And they somehow end up around 500 every year. And, and this team, like – Titans get into a wild card spot and they get matched up with maybe the Ravens. 
You never know that. Like they get matched up with the Patriots. They beat the Patriots last wow. year. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So hmm. I don't know this could be a, a sneaky team to get in and to make some noise later in the the year. But one thing I did notice with the Chiefs is having the speed of Hill and this Nicole Hardman rookie that they drafted. That guy is fast too. They have these two crazy speedsters on their team that just they get the ball in the middle of the field, and even if they have a little bit of room, they they take it. Right. That's it's a big man, time like weapons guard, to have, yeah. Yeah, guarding Hill is difficult enough. Guarding Hill 2.0 is <laughs> ridiculous. So seriously, but a really good game. Not the game of the week, though. I think we'll get to the game of the week. I actually haven't even talked to you about this before. What you thought was the game of the week, but I think we had the game of the year this week. Yeah, so far. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that one. But yeah, Kansas City takes the loss. Titans get the win, and. Yeah, Raiders definitely needed that. That's a huge boost for the Raiders in that division for Kansas City taking a loss. Okay, next game, Ravens-Bengals. Not much to say. I mean, the Ravens are... 49-13 for the Ravens. Ravens are pretty good. The Bengals are horrible. Bengals are bad. Very um, bad. Lamar Jackson yeah. looks good. I still have to be a little skeptical because <laughs> of my bias. But hey... I just wanted to bring something up here. Sure. So I'm sure this week you've seen them saying Lamar Jackson has, you know, in his first 16 games has more wins than Mahomes, more passing yards than mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers or T- Tom Brady, or I can't remember the quarterbacks, or like more rushing yards than, than LaDainian Tomlinson did in his first 16. But <laughs> uh, anyway, people like to cherry pick those stats, but then I also heard yeah. this week that they're like, but then they named a bunch of like no-name guys that were like in their first 16 had more than he did here and more than he did here. So they were just saying like it's nice that you can cherry pick stats and stuff. But like, <laughs> like he's he's playing phenomenally. Like don't get me wrong, it's just oh, funny. I I think some credit. I saw something on social media today that I think it was Trey Young talking about how the apologies need to be as loud as the disrespect that was given towards whether it's himself and Lamar Jackson, I didn't really read too much into it, but I don't think I was too vocal about not believing Lamar Jackson, Mm -hmm. but I think he is a very good quarterback. I think he can make the throws. I don't think he can make the kind of throws that like Rogers, Mahomes, Brady can make right uh, in those big moments. I, we haven't, I guess we haven't seen that yet. He might be able to, I don't feel like I've seen those in any of his games yet because I feel like some of the passes he's making are, so there's, although there's, they're still good, but man, he's an athlete and he, he doesn't have to be able to do those kind of throws to make his game work. And I, I feel like part of the success, I don't know, let's give 70% to Lamar Jackson and let's give 30% to, uh, the coaching staff, Harbaugh, Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harbaugh, why did I, I was going to say something different, but yeah, Harbaugh, um, because I think he's been able to really build a system that works and like bring in Mark Ingram, draft Marquise Brown, get some tight ends, and I don't know, just build a team that's going to work with his skill set too. Yeah. Did you see um did you see Ryan Clark on Twitter who said something about how good Lamar Jackson's been and then some guy in his in his comments were like, "Dude, did you ever see Michael Vick play?" and he's like, "Yeah, I played him." <laughs> like, you know, 
just some random fan was like, Did, have you ever seen Michael Vick, you know, comparing him? And Ryan Clark's like, yeah, I played against him. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> anyway, it was just, right, it was so, just funny. So like, yeah, no. I... Yeah, he's definitely... So the the big highlight that comes out of this game is the run that he takes for a touchdown, like 50-plus yards maybe. Yeah, just that on, spin. And it's that spin, and he just... Watching that, you th- you, I for for myself, I had flashbacks to some of the highlights we see about of Michael Vick doing yeah. similar moves, making guys miss, and just using his speed and athleticism to get to the end zone. So, it's crazy impressive. Ravens look like a really good team, and I think could rival. Hmm, I don't want to say the Patriots because I still think the Patriots are going to get the one seed, but I think they could rival the Chiefs for that. Uh, that by oh yeah playoffs for that sure bye. anyway okay um ravens look good sorry kyle you, you, the Steelers are over here trying to you know win all these games that they can after having a slow start and the ravens are just kind of getting ahead of them yeah man i mean i'm i'm proud of what the Steelers are doing so no worries there it's all good okay bills browns yes the browns got the win Brown's got the win. Um, Kareem Hunt say? actually was involved. Yeah. He caught quite a few passes, and turns out I should have played him in fantasy, but I didn't. I think the Browns have the best – man, do they have the best The best backfield for running backs? Yes. Like the best one-two punch? For sure. And Hunt, like that. There, that's incredible. And I saw – at least that last drive. So throughout the game, it's kind of back and forth. Not a very high-scoring game. What did it end up being? 19-16. Yeah, so Browns win 19-16. Both teams are back and forth a little bit. The Bills had a huge goal line stand early in this game where they uh, they tried to punch it in with Chubb. He got stopped. I think they tried another one. He got stopped. And then they did a, a fade to the side out to uh, Beckham, Tredavious White had an awesome defensive play where he just hit the ball away, looked awesome. So the Bills were looking good. But then that last drive where the Browns go down the field and they're able to score to win, they were running this. Well, looking at the guys on the field, you had Landry and you had Odell as your wide receivers, studs. And then in the backfield, they were having the two-back set shotgun, shotgun formation with um, Hunt and Chubb and then they would like play action to Chubb and then like hit Hunt or they would hit Landry or they'd hit Beckham and it's just I feel like we saw a little bit of what this Brown team everyone was hoping it to be excuse me um, mm-hmm. I know they looked good on that last drive but that was like four minutes that they looked like the team we were kind of thought they would so it'll be very interesting to see what they do this week against the Steelers yeah, as much as good as the Steelers' defense has been, we've talked about they've had some struggles against the run in some games. So like, this could be an interesting game because I mean Chubb's been running like a monster all year, and like you said, with, with the two guys back there, and never knowing what you're gonna get and could yeah. cause some issues. But yeah, um, again, Hunt, I didn't. It's gonna be great. I think Hunt's gonna really come on at the end of the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it seems like they want to get him involved. 
Yeah, Bills kind of put up a stinker here, I guess. And but I mean, their offense hasn't been great all all year. It's been their defense. So I thought Allen had some moments where he looked really good, just making good passes, uh, like holding the ball and running it, taking himself. I know he scored a couple touchdowns. That aspect looks really good. It's just I don't know. They need to, that offense needs to be able to put up more points. Yeah, that's for sure. So okay, well. There you go, Browns. I gave you a little bit of props. You got to win. We don't have any Browns fans who listen to this. I know that. But, anyways, next game Buccaneers over the Cardinals. Yeah, I actually didn't catch much of this game. So, these two teams aren't making it to the playoffs. Yeah. I think what's Good for this is that hmm, what is good for this? Well, I like that Ronald Jones has come on for the Buccaneers. Yeah, he seems he to a, be playing really well. Showing his first year, and there were like doubts that he was like or talk that he was a bust. But I think Bruce Arians is figuring out how to use him properly and is using him properly. And yeah, I I think Winston is done. Yeah, I mean it's just hard to trust a guy like that to be here. QB. I think, I think like that offense can put up a lot of yards, but I think, I I don't know. I don't trust him. I don't. I think that they could go another direction. I know the Cam Newton rumors that the Bucks have been one of the teams that's favored to get him. Ooh, they that'd have like, be sweet. They have the, they have the cap room. They have the space. The need. Uh, obviously the other pieces to make it work in running backs, tight ends, wide receivers. So it would be a, I know there's been a lot of bears chatter, which I would also like to see Cam Newton go there, but I, I would also, I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the Bucks because I feel, I feel like he could win there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Cardinals still Cardinals put up points. Yeah. They on a consistent basis. So continue to look pretty decent on offense, you know, like, Seems like Kyler yeah. Murray knows what he's doing, and yeah. Yeah. I think this team just needs to figure out defensive identity. You know, I they've got some pieces with Peter, uh, Pat Pete and um, Chandler Jones. Buda Baker's pretty good, but I think they're missing some other – they need some more playmakers on defense. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure this upcoming draft they'll take a, a defensive player in the first round. It would, so, you know, it just seems like that's where they need to turn to, probably. And because it, it's tough, if for an offense, if a, another team is putting up thirty points on you, when you're consistently putting up over twenty, and you're in that thirty range, like you just need one or two defensive stops to win a game. And I just don't feel like they can get those stops when they need them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's really all I have to say about the Cardinals and Buccaneers. Same. Uh, Lions Bears. Yeah, so Trubisky finally has a decent game. It's because he's scared that Newton's coming to take his job. I mean, he threw for three touchdowns. I guess he didn't have a lot of yards, but yeah, he didn't turn the ball over. Um, yeah, the Lions were playing without Stafford. It kind of came out late Sunday yeah. morning that he has some sort of back injury, so that really hurt the Lions. And honestly, um, if the Lions don't have Stafford, I. Their offense isn't gonna right. They, who's their backup? Jeff Driscoll. Oh. 
Driscoll, yeah, that's not going to work. And they don't have carry on Johnson in right now, so they can't really rely on the run game. And honestly, some of the throws that Stafford makes are, are pretty incredible. Like he's got a, a really good arm and makes some really great plays. So Driscoll's mm-hmm. not going to make those kind of plays for that team. So Trubisky gets it done. I don't know. I just don't see the Bears turning it around. No, I don't think so either. It'd be very interesting to see the Bears get Newton. Although, some of the stuff I've seen is that they don't have the space, they don't have the money. Oh, okay. I, I think they, I think they could go get. What do I mean? I think they could clear the cap space if they wanted to. They would have to figure out other draft picks to give up to sweeten the deal because they obviously have traded some of their. Wait, what do they give up for Khalil Mack? Do they give up anything for next year? I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm sure they did. I mean, they drafted the pick that the Raiders used for Josh Jacobs was the Bears pick last year. Yeah. Anyway, so they they could – I think they could piece it together. I think the Buccaneers would probably have an easier time coming up with a, a better package to, to deal for Newton. But either way, he would look good in this offense also. Mm-hmm. Although I've seen some stuff that says, like, he can't throw the deep ball, and that's something that you would need to do in the Chicago offense. But – I still think you would make it work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go to the next one. Yeah, not much else about that one. So, Dolphins Colts. This is the game that kicked me out of our pick them pick them thing. And I really thought the Colts were going to get this. I thought Brian Hoyer was going to do me right. Dude, the Dolphins are just shooting themselves in the foot here two weeks in a row. It's it's nice to see them compete though. Um, but yeah, it seems peculiar that they would go for back-to-back wins good for them though but yeah i mean i guess with the colts without brisket brissette brisket and uh yeah i mean like they're kind of ripe for the picking too so um but i mean one thing about uh fitzpatrick i mean that guy that guy knows what he's doing at quarterback i mean sometimes he has terrible games but i mean He's a quarterback that uh, you can trot out there with some confidence. I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's a he's he's a smart player. Just kind of knows what he has to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Dolphins are two wins now and looking like they're gonna let the Bengals draft Tua. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Miami. Um, I saw something on Twitter that says Miami has found like the most important piece and that's a coach. So I don't know if there's like a lot of favor towards Flores right now. I mm-hmm. think winning two games with this team is actually pretty good. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you get the coach in place, you get the coaching staff, right. And obviously they have draft picks now. They can go get a bunch of people to come in and they figure out their quarterback situation, I think. And take some studs because they have all these draft picks now they can make it work. Although that Steelers pick seems to be just not worth as much as it was before. Well worth the, the trade, I'll tell you that much. Oh, absolutely. They probably should have kept Minka. Let's <laughs> be honest. Didn't want to be there. <laughs> Let's um, be honest. They, they, Steelers got the – I guess we'll see who that pick turns into, but I have a hard time thinking it's going to turn into someone that's put up the stats that Minka has right. recently. Okay. Should we move along to the Packers and Panthers? 
Absolutely. I didn't see any of this game, so I'm useless here. Okay. I didn't see a lot either, but from what I know, it was snowing. Um, the Packers won by a touchdown. The The Panthers had the last drive of the game, and they were on the goal line, and I think Christian McCaffrey got stuffed oh, on I the last see. play of the game or something. Yeah. Uh, that could have possibly tied it if they got the two-point conversion after. But, uh, yeah, the Packers kind of stymie the Panthers here. The Panthers' offense has looked pretty good most of the year. Um. But the Packers, I saw some stat, and I wish I would have saved it and because I don't remember the number. But the Packers' offense and defense haven't really been like that great statistically, but they're still, um, what are they, 8-2? Eight, eight mm-hmm. Like basically they were saying, yeah, it seems odd how they've been so good when they're, they're kind of in the middle of the road, like statistically. But, oh, yeah. Um, like I said, I, w- I wish I had the stats to tell you what, what it was. but No, that's um, interesting yeah. because I think really the difference maker here is Aaron Rodgers. I think he might be the difference in why they win games or why they're in games. If like nothing is like outstanding about their statistics on offense and defense, or I guess on offense he's there. but Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, their defense has been good at times this year like we've seen. Um, so I think that maybe – you know, maybe those numbers are just a little bit because they're kind of averaged out. But I think like Aaron Rodgers could definitely carry the not carry this team because I think there's decent talent to support him in a playoff run. And I think I don't know. I just think Aaron Rodgers is too dangerous when it comes to looking forward into some of these playoff matchups. Yeah, you just have flashbacks of some of the plays he's made in big time moments, and guys a, a difference maker for sure. The division is kind of crazy there just with like how bad Chicago has been, what Detroit could have been, and now that Minnesota's playing well. It's just interesting. Yeah, it'll come down to those two. Um, Christian McCaffrey for MVP? Um, Russell Wilson for, non, for MVP. Non, yeah, okay. Non-quarterback MVP. Uh, He's up there? He has to be, I think. Those numbers. TJ Watt for MVP. Oh. Okay. Speaking of Steelers players, let's move to the Steelers game. Rams Steelers. Yeah, this was quite the um, defensive battle here. So the Steelers start off with a high snap, which, you know what? Marquise Pouncey has had a couple of those this year. Bad snaps, more than normal. But anyway, it went over Rudolph's head. Rams scoop it and score. I'm like, oh, great, here we go. But then the Rams' offense absolutely gets shut down. They could not do a damn thing. The Steelers just kept trotting their defense out there and kept getting stops. And the offense did good, just good enough, but Minka had the fumble recovery touchdown. Um, Kind of like we talked about earlier, the deal for him was well worth it. Didn't give up near as much as the Rams did for Jalen Ramsey, and Ramsey's been pretty bad this year. I saw some stats this week. Yeah, you sent me some just about how he's, oh, right. he's defended like one pass or something since he's been traded. Yeah, and 
really he didn't really do great this game. I think he might have thought. He, I mean, there was all that stuff before where he was like, "Yeah, Juju's not Antonio Brown." And then after the game, I was so happy because Juju's like, "He's right. I'm not Antonio Brown. I'll never be Antonio Brown." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Thank goodness for that." Um, but anyway, uh, I won't. I guess go too long here, but. The Steelers' defense is just phenomenal. T.J. Watt is having a crazy year. Bud Dupree is finally he's he's playing just as well as Watt, I would say. Yeah. Do you feel like like T.J. Watt stepping up, Devin Bush having the year that he is, the support that that's there in the secondary has like made it easier on Bud Dupree because I feel like we've watched him for how long has he been there? Four years? Five yeah. Years? This I think this is his fourth season. Okay, and I I know that. You, Coming, I just remember knowing of him when he was drafted. Yeah, and that there was a lot of high hopes for him. Obviously, with Ryan Shazier going down, that changes like maybe the uh, the pressure that they're able to get. Maybe like more focuses on Bud Dupree, um, like with Shazier exiting. But now that this defense has has this new identity, I feel like Bud Dupree has. I want to say better opportunities, but he's making the most of. I would opportunities this year. I would agree with you that because the secondary is better, there's probably a half a second longer that these guys can get to the QB. Which is maybe what Bud Dupree needed this whole time. Right. Even though the Steelers have led the, or been close to leading the league in sacks like the last three or four years, every year, um, mm-hmm. they, uh, I think obviously an improved secondary helps those rushers even more. Whereas it seemed like in past years, our pass rush had to be phenomenal to make up for the yeah. lack of a secondary. And so now they're both kind of just working together. So that's probably partially yeah. true. Um, but yeah, Bud's just going off. But yeah, anyway, the defense is crazy and Rudolph's doing enough to win. And without Connor, the run game looks horrible, but they're finding <laughs> ways to win. And Connor's supposed to play tomorrow night against the Browns. So yeah, they get a win here against right. the Rams and the Rams yeah. offense just anemic man yeah that's crazy like from what they were last year to this year is not the same Todd Gurley didn't even carry the ball in the fourth quarter one time what I was going to say was you uh you should have got you guys should have traded for Bell at the deadline (laughs) hey man I wouldn't have been opposed to it if the price was right to be honest yeah anyway okay so Steelers get a win they're looking good five and four sitting in that last wild card spot that we talked about, yeah, five and four. Correct. A couple games ahead of the Browns, which is nice. So even if they lose on Thursday, they still are ahead of them. Right. Hopefully they get the win. They should, but we'll see. Okay, let's move on. Okay. We got uh, Vikings-Cowboys. I saw a little bit of this game. Um, we were doing stuff with my in-laws and Quincy's family, so I didn't get to see too much of it, but... Yeah, I had some stuff going on too. Um, pretty close game. Good matchup. The one thing I, I took from this game, well, Zeke didn't have a very good game. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of criticism. I know that people didn't like some of the play calling down the stretch. I think they called a few plays in a row that were for Zeke, and he just wasn't getting any space, and he ended up like – I think people wanted to see another pass play or two near the end to – get him in a better position to score. But, yeah, so not the best showing from Zeke, the Cowboys. There was one play, though. I was, went back and watched some of the highlights, and uh, 
the touchdown by Amari Cooper where he basically just has like his two feet in the end zone there and he like reaches out on the side and he catches the ball. And one of the comments was that the width of the field is roughly 53 yards or something. Mm-hmm. But when you're guarding someone like Amari Cooper, you need to make sure you're guarding like 54, 55 yards wide. Mm-hmm. Like he'll, he'll reach out and he'll make that toe tap catch and very impressive catch. Dak, I don't know, Dak's, here's the thing. The Cowboys are five and four, which is crazy because the Steelers are five and four. And I feel like Dallas has actually had a really, really good year so far. Right. But the record doesn't show that, which is kind of like the inverse of what we were talking about with Green Bay. Maybe their stats don't show that they've had they have that outstanding of a year, but their record shows that they're pretty good. I don't know. I just feel like the Cowboys are kind of on the other end of the spectrum. There. They still sit at the top of their division. I don't know. Do you think the Cowboys end up winning this division? Um, I'm going to say yes, just because the Eagles are, I just don't trust them either. Like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. They're, I think Dallas and Philadelphia are kind of similar in that way where it's just like, you know, like you think that they're good, but then week in and week out, they kind of, they they have moments where you're like, "Eh, I don't know if this team's kind of (laughs) not that great. I don't know if that makes sense, but. And you know what? Looking forward. Well, they both have to play the Patriots coming up. Oh, boy. Eagles have to play the Steelers. Oh, not the Steelers. The Seahawks. Hmm. I don't know. I think there's going to be some tough matchups. Well, actually, for both of these teams, they have some tough matchups coming up. So it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out for this division. But I think I still stick with Dallas winning this. I think Dallas just has the weapons. I think they just need to figure out their play calling, figure out how to pull out the win in these moments. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I would I would agree. The weapons will just probably get them there. Okay. Well, that's all I got for that one. What okay. do we got? Okay, this is the uh, Week 10 Monday Night Football. Where am I? Oh, scroll down. But here we go. Uh, Seahawks 49ers I said game of the year and I was texting with Lauren and I was probably in the round of the fourth quarter I texted him I said I think this is like, I just asked him like, game of the year and he said well I'm biased I think so and I, I, I felt like it was very good game yeah it was wild Um, I went and played basketball with some people that night so I didn't I watched the fourth quarter in overtime oh. yeah it was just a really good like back and forth game I felt like San Francisco's defense showed up. I feel like the Seahawks' defense showed up. Jimmy Garoppolo, not really. Russell Wilson, for sure, showed up. And, yeah, just a a close game. San Francisco hits a clutch field goal with some rookie kicker to send it to overtime. Um, And then they get into overtime. And then I sent you that thing today on Instagram where I don't know why Geno Smith is taking the coin toss. Like, what? What is that? Seriously. Yeah, I don't know either. That's weird. And then I don't know. Maybe was it just like to disrespect Richard Sherman because he was out there? They're like, okay, we're gonna send our backup. Who knows, court. man? Anyway, he says what we thought we heard was tails. If you listen to it, he definitely we'll, said tails. We might have to put that video up on on the social media page on our Twitter. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I, apparently he said heads. They win. 
they go down. And it was just back and forth in overtime where there was a, I know, man, Russell Wilson threw a pick. I don't know if it was in overtime, but it was like near the goal line. It was overtime. Okay, good. Well, not good, but I got that right. So, yeah, it was just back and forth. And I know that the the 49ers got a good opportunity with their rookie kicker to win the game, and he missed it, and he missed it bad. Like, they said he yeah. kicked it into the tunnel. So, it was rough. That's, that's, that's way to the left. So, And then Seahawks just clutch play by Russell Wilson. I know he, he was um, – the pocket was collapsing. He went up the middle, and he took it for like – Huge gain to get them into field goal range, or he got them into field goal range on the next play. All doing this without relying on Tyler Lockett, who's out with an injury at this point in the game. Um, on some big third down plays, he ended up throwing to Josh Gordon a couple times, which was interesting to see. I did try to trade for Josh Gordon while this was all going on. Didn't happen. Um, well, actually, the game started. I heard Josh Gordon was playing, so I was like, oh, I'm going to offer Mark a fourth-round pick for Josh Gordon, just, I don't know, maybe he'll take it. He's got lots of really good receivers. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll take it. And then, like, Josh Gordon made, like, two nice catches. I was like, oh, dang it. He's probably not going to take it now. Or he's probably going to think, like, oh, Ben saw, like, <laughs> Josh Gordon make, like, two good catches. I'm not doing the trade. So, either way, I didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, Seahawks get the win. Seahawks look really good in this win. I still think the 49ers look good. Yeah, I mean, the Niners seemed like they had control of the game until yeah then just some turnovers and things like for both teams it's yeah it was wild I mean you have to think if Robbie Gold's healthy that the 49ers probably win but you can say that about a lot of if George Kittle's there maybe they do but that's football right so. or like Tyler Lockett's in the game maybe they don't even go to overtime right you, right like whatever we don't know and it's uh but impressive win by the Seahawks yeah two got- teams Man, it'd be very interesting to see these guys in the playoffs play each other again. Just to yeah, it'd be sweet. Kind of like what we had with Kansas City and the Patriots last year. Mm-hmm. Just a good game. And they're the same division too. Poor Rams. Nah, no poor Rams. The Rams are out of it, man. Yeah, these two teams are looking real good. Okay, okay. and there's our there's our week. Yeah, so let's uh, jump into our picks. Do we have to review from last week? Uh, we'll do a quick review. So as we mentioned earlier, we got our lock wrong for the first time this year. It's kind of embarrassing because it's supposed to be a lock. But how many people picked hey, the Falcons? only got one wrong. That's true. Well, I would have, like, early in the year. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Um, yeah, so Ben had a subpar week, one and four. Thanks, buddy. He only, sorry, he only picked the Packers correctly. Uh, Man, just as I'm coming back, I freaking have a terrible week. That drops him to 27 and 23. Um, I luckily had a winning week again, barely three and two. I picked the Raiders, uh, Packers, and Seahawks correctly this week. So. Oh, nice. Oh, you picked Cowboys too. Yeah, I was that game. I battled, but I went nice. Cowboys. Well, Philip Rivers, you should have got me an extra win, but yeah, seriously. And screw um, the rookie kicker from Forty Nine ers. That guy screwed me too. <laughs> anyway, could have been a whole completely different week. Um, yeah. yeah, so that I'm at thirty one and nineteen. So Ooh. a few games nice. ahead, but you know how that can change quickly. So let's jump 
into our picks for this week. We'll start with the Thursday night game. Steelers at Browns. You want me to go first? Yeah, I'm going to let you pick. I'm picking the Browns. Ooh. Yeah, I really liked what I saw from the Browns in that last drive. Just like what we were talking about earlier on, just with Landry, Beckham, Hunt, Chubb on the field. I think they're getting their tight end back. I don't know if it's next week or this week, but maybe next week. I just think that that offense, I think their defense is decent. I think that offense has the weapons to put up points. And I don't know, maybe they, maybe the Bills game was a turning point for them. And I'd like to be on the opposite side of you in this game. So I feel like I know where you're going. Yes. Everyone knows this is a Steelers podcast. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, uh, I got to pick the Steelers. Um, They're, they've won four straight games. Um, They, Baker Mayfield has been very turnover prone this year. The Steelers defense has been very turnover. um, What's the word? Opportunistic this year. So um, I could see, yeah, I could just see it. Obviously, the defense just going off, and um, Connor's back, so the run game should be better. It's in Cleveland, though, so could be interesting. I'm going to but... regret this. Already. I already have a bad feeling about this because I've been talking to the Steelers' defense. I've been on their bandwagon all year, and, and now I'm picking against them. This just feels wrong. But... Hey, man, like I said, the Steelers have struggled at times against the run, so this could be that type of game. But, yeah, of course, I'm going to go with my boys. All right. So let's – jump to the Texans at the Ravens. Oh, I do not know what to do in this game. Oh, you, you're picking first, so. The Ravens are... The Ravens are playing too good. I gotta go with Baltimore. I just think the Texans, like we say, are unpredictable. The Ravens are kind of on a roll right now. I'll go with Baltimore. I want to pick Baltimore. But I see an opportunity here to get a game on you, and I actually believe in Deshaun Watson. Okay. And I think the Ravens are due to take a loss here. I'm going to take the Texans. Okay. Sounds good. I think the Texans could win. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Next game, Patriots-Eagles. I'm not, I don't want really to spend much time on this for me. I'm, I'm picking Patriots. Yeah, same. We're, I mean, we're getting revenge for the Super Bowl loss. I know <laughs> Brady commented on it this week that he hasn't, like, he still is frustrated with that game. And I don't think that Eagles team is as good. And I think the Patriots team is better. So, right. Yeah, this is an intriguing game because of that. And just because, you know, based on the Patriots' opponents so far this year, the Eagles might be one of their better ones so far. But mm-hmm. the Eagles still. I don't trust them. Right. And that Patriots defense is going to want to be returning to form after that game against the Ravens. So, Patriots. Absolutely. Last one. Jaguars, Colts. Jags at Colts. So, I think Bris- Brisket. I want, why do I keep wanting to call him Brisket? I think I think Jordan calls him Brisket when I talk to him on the phone. So. Delicious. Brissett is supposed to be back. Uh, but Foles is back, right? Yep. So yeah, this could be. This is interesting, but I gotta believe that the Colts are gonna 
get off the schneid here. Mm. So I think I'm going to go with the Baltimore Colts. Oh, I mean the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I think Nick Foles is back. Uh, I think they get D.D. Westbrook back. And I know that him, uh, Foles and Westbrook have good chemistry. I think D.D. Chark has had a good year. So I think Nick Foles is going to have some nice weapons for this game. And, yeah. I don't That's know. Fair. I think the, the Jaguars still have a pretty decent defense. So And it's a, divi- it's a division matchup, right? Yep. So, yeah. be a, I don't know. Those games when division rivals always play each other is always mm-hmm. close. Not always close, but they're good games. So, right. I'll go Jaguars. Okay. And our lock, we picked the Vikings over the Broncos this week. Uh, I feel good about that one. Yeah, I don't expect that to go the way the Falcons and Saints went, but no, who knows? Um, and then for our upset, we are going to try and ride the hot team, the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, over who, the Bills. We would have picked the Dolphins for an upset this year. Yeah, I don't know. One two games in a row, right? So yeah, and the Bills just dropped that game to the Browns, and so you never know. Another division. You never know. Game. Divisional matchup game is what I'm trying to say here. Okay. Right. Lovely. Okay. Nice. Well, I think we're going to – we can do a quick special segment tonight if you still want to oh. do that. Oh, absolutely. We'll just do one. We'll, I'll pick one category. So here's what we're going to do. Um, we're heading into week 11. And I was recently looking into the lead, like the top five leaders for passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. And I was surprised at some of the guys that were in those categories. So, Kyle, you can pick one category, passing yards, rushing yards, or receiving yards. Which one do you want to do? I want to go receiving because I've seen the rushing yard leaders uh, list like a lot, it seems. And so I might have an idea there. I'm going to do receiving. Okay. So I'll give you five guesses. We'll see how many you can get. I only got two out of five on this. So you're going for receiving yards leaders this year. Um, Yeah, so we'll see how well you do. And a couple of them you're not surprised by. A couple of them you are. So that's the hint I'll give you, I guess. Okay. Um, So let's see how you do. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. Number one. Okay. That one was... Sort of easy. Um, okay, let me let me think through it here. Amari Cooper. He's number three. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he's on my Huddle Buddies team, so I've seen seen him have good games. Yeah. Um, so you're missing the guy in the second, uh, fourth, and fifth. Oh man. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is. He is in fourth. Yes. Um. So I got three out of the five. You got three out of five, and you still have two guesses. If you get 100% on this, I'm going to be mad because I only got two. <laughs> I promise I don't have it in front of me either. <laughs> All right, I believe you. Um, I'm just trying to think through the teams here and think of some high-powered offenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Julio Jones. No. Oh, I thought I thought he'd yeah. be there. 
All right, one more guess. You've got the number two leader in receiving yards and the number five guy in uh, receiving yards. Okay, let me just – I have a list of teams here. I'm just going to try to joggle. Yeah, you my, need to think of the offenses. My memory here. Um, shoot. This is tough. Man, all these teams having buys. I'm, like, looking at this list of mm-hmm. – Kenny Galladay? No. Oh, man. All right, so you got number one. You got Michael Thomas. Number two, same team as Godwin. Oh, Evans? Yeah. You know what? I wanted to say him, but I kept thinking of how he's kind of been off and on and off and on. Yeah. It was just hard. Uh, You got number three, Cooper. Number four, you got Godwin. Number five was Tyler Lockett. You know what? I wanted to say Lockett, too, but I just thought about, like, his injury, oh, man. Yeah. No, good job. You did better Dang. than me. I was surprised to see two Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, top five, which is, I know we were just, I was just badging on Winston just a little while ago, but I think it's Arian's offense is putting up those yards, not Winston. We know Jameis likes to sling it, man. Yeah, so. although Winston is in the top five for passing yards, mm. but so don't. Anyway, nice. Good job. Cool. You know, those they're your top five uh, leaders, league leaders in receiving yards so far this year. I'm sure it'll change by next week. Right. But that was anyway. fun. Well done, Kyle. Three out of five. Thank you. All right. Well, I guess we can probably get into some of our fantasy stuff. Yeah, let's week. jump into Dynasty here. Um, before we get into the games, I guess we can or the matchups, we can mention a couple trades that went down. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan traded Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, which I think some of us were shocked by because we know Jordan loves Dalvin Cook. At least Dalvin Cook's been a baller this year. Yeah, and but in return he got from Ben Huber, Josh Jacobs, DK Metcalf, Michael Gallup, all players yeah. that are young, all players that can be have a role. Yeah, and they can all be put in your lineup every week yeah. probably. And I think I Jordan was trying to do that. He was trying to get younger and get maybe diversify his portfolio a little bit too because he has a lot of yeah. stock in Vikings and Packers. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was a good move by Jordan. I really like the Josh Jacobs. I also like the move for Ben Hewer because I think it gives him another stud to try and take down Brady this year. Right. And obviously Ben Huber has um, Holmes, Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey. He's got these guys on his team that are going to give him a good opportunity to win the league this year. Adding Dalvin Cook is just going to boost his stock to be able to have it. If it comes down to him and Brady this year, he'll have a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, the other trade that went down before the deadline, I guess we, do we have any other trades that really happened? It was just these Not, two in Dynasty, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of chatter. A lot of people were offering up guys, but nothing ended up happening. I ended up trading Nick Foles, my fourth string quarterback. I have... Brady Garoppolo, Tannehill. I'm going to roll with those three pretty much. Tannehill has a really nice schedule for playoffs. Garoppolo, Brady passed their bye weeks already and are, are like my my go-to guys anyway. Um, so I, I sent Nick Foles to Ben Huber for a fourth-round pick. Um, I don't know. I like getting draft picks. I like – I don't know. I, in the offseason, I, like I actually listen to a decent amount of um, college – 
not college stuff, but like draft preview podcast. And they, right. uh, I don't know. Sometimes here's my here's my rationale here, is that or my reasoning. I mean, like if I would have had a few extra picks, maybe I would have taken Terry McLaurin. Maybe I would have mm. taken some of these other guys that I've or DJ Chark, these guys that I've maybe not had on my roster that I'm just like, oh, I should have had them. So in my mind, if I have more picks, I won't make the same mistakes. But I don't know if that makes sense. Don't you pretty much have everyone's fourth round pick right now? <laughs> I have yours. You have mine. Ben Huber's and mine. I have three. So Yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyway, but it's a deep draft for wide receivers this year, I've heard. So Yeah, I mean, you never know. You could find like you said, guys like McLaurin that didn't get drafted in our rookie draft. Yeah, and that's the thing too, is these like people who like Terry McLaurin went undrafted in our draft, right? Mm-hmm. So, so did Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is on Ben Heber's roster and is con- contributing. Terry McLaurin's on your roster and he's contributing. So, even though maybe some people don't have as many picks in the draft this next year, I don't know, you still find guys. Yeah. All, all this being said, we're hoping that Brady loses so that we can use those picks. But right. Yeah. Um, I guess we get into our matchups. Okay. Yeah, let's jump in. Go ahead and talk about yours first if you want. Okay. Week 10 matchup, I played Dallin. And last time I played Dallin, he got the best of me and he stole a win. But I got lucky. He had Phillip Rivers, Derek Carr. Neither of them played all that well. Um, David Johnson got him one point. Um, Pascal for the Colts got him 5.6. Tyler Ty Johnson for the Lions got him 2.9. So he had some real duds on his roster. Although guys like Littleton, his defensive player, Keenan Allen had a good week. Golden Tate played well. Mixon had a good week. It just wasn't enough because looking at my roster, Ryan Tannehill actually got me like almost 20 points, which is great. Zeke didn't do well, but Bell, Marquise Brown, Jameson Crowder, Hunter Henry, Derrick Henry all had really good weeks. And uh, Yeah, I was going to – can I quickly mention one thing? We, sure. Uh, one trade that happened uh, last week, Keenan Allen to Brady for oh, right. Geronimo Allison and Brady's first 2021 first-rounder and yeah. 2020 first-rounder. Brady probably thinks he's going to win. That's why he traded those picks away. But anyway oh. – uh, I just saw Keenan Allen's not on Dallas right. roster anymore. But anyway, keep going. Um, yeah, so I get the win. I am currently in second place behind Brady. And I don't know. I'm feeling good about my roster. Uh, I didn't make any really big moves at the deadline. Um, I think I'm going to be able to make a push in the playoffs with this team. I feel good about like Zeke. I feel good about like Crowder and Hunter Henry. I have some guys. I think Marquise Brown's actually been a nice surprise. I have the Patriots defense here on out. I don't know. I feel pretty good about this team. Yeah. Hopefully I can beat Brady if it comes down to that, or hopefully Ben Huber or somebody else. If somebody else turns their team around and makes a run, that'd be great. And you just added Minka, who's averaging one touchdown a game, basically. <laughs> I picked up Minka because I was looking the other night. I was just kind of sitting in bed and, Looking at my phone before I went to bed, and I was like, hmm, I'm going to see like what's on the waiver wire. And I went to like, um, just like, I went for like, what did I do? I just went for like total points scored. And like, I went through like 
the rankings for total points scored this year. And I was like, okay, the first guy that shows up that's on the waiver wire, like I'll take a look at him. And it was Minka. And what was crazy was he – let me just find it. Sorry. I'm, just, I'm doing this on the spur of the moment here. It's all good. Um, where are you, you son of a gun? I might not be able to find him. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So he has one less point, less than one less point than Michael Gallup. Oh. Really Juju Smith-Schuster. No, he has a few points less than Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's like the dude's putting up points. So I was like, I'm going to grab him. I like him anyway, so. Cool. I'll trade him, I'll trade him to you for a fourth round pick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll give anyway. Devin Bush for him. <laughs> no, uh, cool. Okay. How about your matchup? Um, well, I played Brady and had a, I actually had a pretty good week, to be honest, like comparing myself to other weeks I've had. But Brady's team is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, he got cr- great play out of Lamar Jackson. Like my quarterback scored well too, but yeah. Lamar Jackson had a really good game. Montgomery kind of had a bad game this week. Even though Gordon played well, but Michael Thomas killed it. Uh, yeah. Sanders got injured, you know, so he yeah, had a big game. Bad. Kelsey did pretty good, but so did Greg Olson for Brady. And I had to play Witten in my other flex spot. I just I felt like I didn't really trust Kareem Hunt and um, who was the other guy. Oh, Deontay Johnson I was maybe going to throw in there too. But anyway. Uh, yeah, you got to start Kareem Hunt from now on out, from here on out, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Like Prater did pretty good, but Butker did better. The Steelers' defense did really well, but the Ravens' defense did good too. And Darius Leonard had a game. Mm. Uh, and that's kind of how I scored a lot here. But, you know, 182 for me, that's that. I'll, I'll take that every single week. I think, I think any of us would. But Brady's had 220 total. His team is just really, really good. So yeah. You got like 50 points from your individual defensive player and your defense. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, but, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean – I I really feel good about my roster going forward. Like I'm three and seven, so this year's not gonna happen. But like if Hunt is back next year and uh, Big Ben coming back and AJ Green can maybe stay healthy, um, if T Y Hilton's you know he's been injured, if I just had a little better injury luck this year, I think going into next year it's looking okay. But anyway, I'm still a game ahead of Dallin and I'm making up points on him for total points too so i can stay off reddit which there is my go. goal right now so yeah that's it um okay we'll jump into okay. lauren and mark's matchup lauren gets the win this week 185.74 to 161.14 uh mark's quarterbacks i think that's been his struggle all year Poor yeah and drew Brees didn't do him any favors they combined for under under 20 points um uh, bright spot for Mark, though. Ronald Jones looks good. Got 22.6 points. We talked about Saquon Barkley on Lawrence team. Didn't look that great. Um, yeah, you know what? Mark's got great wide receivers. Cooper, Mike Evans, uh, Odell. Uh, I guess we don't really know what's going on with Odell. Anyway, um, what it came down to, the difference makers in this matchup were uh, Jamal Adams for Lauren. Got him 28 points. 
He also had Christian Kirk, who had a game, got three touchdowns, 37.8 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, Kyler Murray, 27.76 points. So I think really that was the difference maker in this game for Lauren to get the win. So Lauren is now 6-4. and four. Mark moves to 4-6. and six. So, um, yeah, that was that matchup. Okay. And then Ben Huber and Jordan. Um, Jordan had a rough week. Oof, man, Jerry's gone. His quarterback off. play was atrocious. 13 combined it's points. Hit and miss for Jordan Hay. Like, either he's going to get fantastic quarterback play or he's going to get nothing. Yeah, seems like that's been like that for Rodgers all year, and Goff just no hasn't. Goff's been a shade of his former self here this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Huber got some big games from Mahomes and McCaffrey, Woods, Tyreek Hill, even with Cooper Cup putting up a goose egg. Mark Andrews scored a couple of touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, the Rams defense, because mm. they got that TD. And did they force three fumbles? Did the Steelers fumble three times? Weird. Know. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's kind of an unlucky week for Jordan here, it seems. What's nice for Jordan is O.J. Howard uh, has a better game, finds the end zone. Oh, yeah, I, did, I, didn't, so. I didn't notice that. Hopefully that's consistent moving forward, or they just need to trade for Cam Newton. That'll make O.J. Howard's stock go through the roof. Yep. Okay. Um, next week. Yeah, those are the matchups. We're going to next week. We're into week 11. Yeah, um, I play Lauren this week. Um, we're projected fairly close right now. Uh, I'm getting, I don't know if Sanders will be healthy, but Lindsey and McLaurin are back off a of bye. Probably going to plug in Cream Hunt somewhere. I actually have a lot of options now that's making some decisions hard for me, to be honest. Yeah. Like Devontae Parker's kind of stepping up a little bit. Uh, anyway, well, I think we talked about Hunt. Like Hunt's got to be a guy that you put in there. Yeah, for sure. Like even having Deontay Johnson still on my taxi squad, you know, like he's a guy that's actually producing. But um, yeah, I just don't have a spot for him in the roster in the starting roster. So um, yeah, we're projected pretty close. But I know Lauren's team, like Chubb, can put up some numbers. And like I said, against Pittsburgh, it could he could. But definitely. Kittle's out though again this week. It's already been announced, so that could oh, go. help me out a little bit. But he has the nice. 49ers defense who have been phenomenal as well they, as the Steelers. So. Yeah, that's a good defensive matchup for that game. But Russell Wilson's on by, so that makes me happy too. Anyway. Oh, nice. You're getting lucky. Yeah. I am facing Mark this week. Uh, I get the Patriots players back from bye. So, I don't know. We actually have a really close matchup. Like, just looking at, I like going down the list, like, between all of our players. And it's close. Like, there's, so, for example, um, Zeke is projected to get, like, 19 points. Same with Fournette. Bell's projected to get, like, 17 points. Kamara's projected to get 19. Joan, Julio's projected to get 18. Cooper's projected to get 17. Like, it's just, we're, all, we're, we're within a couple of points all the way down. Our yeah, I haven't seen so, one like this in a while. Like where it's so yeah. 
I uh, I'm struggling between a couple of picks. Like I want to start. I have Derrick Henry on by. Um, I'm thinking of starting James White because I don't know if uh, just against the Eagles, if Michelle is really going to have that good of a game. I think the game plan is going to be more towards passing. So I think White's going to get more looks this game. So I'm thinking of maybe taking out. I don't know if I want to play Landry. I kind of want to. Thinking of switching him out for White. I guess I got to make that decision pretty quick here. Um, but anyway, yeah, close matchup. We're it's a yeah, we're only off by a couple of points of each other, so should be a good matchup. Uh, one of the better matchups I'm actually looking forward to is Brady and Ben Huber. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to to Mark and myself, very close uh, projections for matchups and like going down their rosters. Pretty close at every position here. Well, actually, no, never mind. Uh, ben Huber's running backs look way better, but then uh, Lauren's receivers look better. So I don't know what this is going to come down to. But, well, you know what? Actually, Ben Huber doesn't have a IDP player in, so he'll probably need to fix that. I'm just looking at their benches to see if anyone else should be in. Uh, James Conner, I guess, could be in for Brady. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, I think that'll be a close matchup, too. What's good about this one is that if I can win this week, and if Ben Huber can win this week, I'll be in first. Mm, Nice. That's what I need to happen. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Okay. So, Jordan and Dallin. Dallin... Uh, was is uh, rebuilding. Yeah, he's kind of sold year. the farm a little bit again. So, and really, if you go down the list, like Sony Michelle, David Johnson, Nelson Aguilar, none of those players are projected to get over ten points. Oh. Same with his tight end. Same with his flex. I'm looking at his bench. He's got some guys he could put in, but I don't know if he wants to lose. Like Mixon should be thrown in. Godwin should be in. DJ Chark should be in. Zachary should be in. So I don't know. I don't know if he's tanking yet. Either way, it'd be good for Jordan to get a win here, get him back into uh, pushing for a playoff spot. So And to drop and to make it so I stay off Reddit. Exactly. <laughs> keep, the, keep the gap building. But yes. anyway, should be a good week. Okay. Getting closer and closer to playoffs. Someone's yeah, got man, it. the season's winding down. It's crazy. Week yeah. 11. Playoffs will be upon us very soon. But I'm going for it, man. I'm going for the championship this year. Dude, that would be great. Okay, well, that was that's the podcast, I think. Yeah, I think we covered it all tonight. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for continuing to listen. If you do, we appreciate it. Um, again, let us know if you want to hear anything else, you know, want us to switch things up or whatever. We want feedback. We're open to it. I think we're done for the night, so. Kyle's got a Lakers game to go catch. Yeah, I got to go finish the fourth quarter here. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Good luck tomorrow, Kyle. Thank you. Go Browns. Go Browns. What? <laughs> hey, man, that's fair. All right. Good night, everybody. Peace.